Welcome into another episode of the Dynasty Dogs, coming straight off the couch like Justin Pugh. I'm your host, Rich McIntyre. Alongside me, as always, is Michael Anthony. We're going to go over a ton. We got week six. We got, of course, the Dynasty blunders, the injuries, the upsets, and we're going to go over some week seven action. But first, let's start with some news. What do you think, Mike? You want to go with the actual news or the laundry list of friggin' injuries we got oh going my God. on right now? <laughs> well, um, I mean... I guess we'll start on a better note than what we probably usually do. Yeah. But, all right, so Kyler Murray uh, coming off the IR, opened up his 21-day practice window, and announced on Twitter that he is going to be practicing. Now, I wonder if that's actually going to happen, but (laughs) he's able to get going now. So let's see what happens with that. Do you think they throw him right in? Is he going to play? Because Dobbs hasn't been playing incredibly horrible. Um, no, and that's been like one of the most surprising things of this season is how Josh Dobbs has looked and how the Arizona Cardinals have looked in general. Because I think everybody thought they would be the worst team in football, mm-hmm. and I think there are—I mean, they haven't—they're not that good, but they're not the not worst. Not that team. bad. Yeah, right. Uh, I do think at some point he is going to play, probably within the last or within the next two three weeks. Um, I did, in my mind. I thought they would keep him off the field because of the injuries, uh, because they weren't going to be any good. They're not going to. They weren't in any kind of like playoff contention or anything like that. Right. But it seems like they want to get him back, and he wants to be back. So let's see. He was somebody that a lot of dynasty people were talking about in the offseason, going out to acquire, and I wasn't too sure. And maybe that, maybe that now is kind of starting to bite me because I did think he was not going to play this entire season. But he's a great mm-hmm. fantasy quarterback. Oh, absolutely. I had him in redraft last year, I think. And he's always a, he's a solid 30 to 35 in PPR, mm-hmm. you know, each week. And that's it's just now it's with the uncertainty of the Cardinals, if they're going to be good, if they're not going to be good, they're kind of like, you know, messing with being in the middle of the road. That means they might keep Kyler. In the beginning of the year, I thought, you know, maybe they were going to stink and tank for Caleb Williams. Um, Caleb Williams is out there talking crazy. Um, some of the crazy, did you see that crazy shit? The sidebar, this is distracting me. It's been on my mind. Caleb Williams. I read, um, today on Twitter that, um, he wants, um, like a shared stake in any team that he gets drafted by some really crazy off the wall shit. Yeah, And I also saw something where his dad said it, it depends on what team was going to select him, whether he comes out this year or not so the craziest thing i've uh, you know what i mean the like the craziest stories coming just out of him but um you know with that being said i yeah i digress i don't know if the cardinals are necessarily going to get number one overall you know um they they might want to keep kyler you know now that they're not absolutely tanking yeah that looks Um, like that's going to be like denver or chicago mm -hmm. or carolina which in theory, would actually be um, the Bears pick because the Bears have Carolina's first in the Bryce Young deal. So now this is going to be confusing. So before the season, you know, the way too early mock drafts, they had 1-2 being Arizona, Arizona. So could that be... It's Chicago. Chicago, Chicago? Chicago, yeah. Chicago, Chicago. Would it be Chicago, Chicago, and then Arizona, Arizona? Um, why did they? Uh, I mean, why did they? It's playing a lot better than. Okay, so they're getting Houston. Yeah, they, okay. They've got Houston's first. Okay, so that's I guess gonna, it's that's probably, gonna be. I guess it would be Denver as one of the top seven picks somewhere. So, so it could be like Chicago, Chicago, Denver, Arizona, someone else. Then, uh, yeah, that's going to be confusing. Yeah, I can't wait gonna, to read those. It's going to be a wild ride to the end here. <laughs> yeah. With how many um, injuries and how many teams like that we didn't expect to be tanking that are now tanked. Like I didn't see Denver being this bad. I don't know about oh you. Oh my god. No, I was kind of so I was kind of off Denver after the my debacle of taking Russell Wilson last year in one of my, my leagues and how he completely derailed my whole team. So I was kind of out on them. But I did think Sean Payton was going to help them, but God, not this bad. They are brutal. Yeah, and, it, but and they, more or less, it's been on the defensive side of the ball, which is weird for Denver because they've always been like a very right. stout defense, but they're historically bad at this point. Right, they're like looking to sell. They got rid of uh, 
was it Frank Clark that Ran- they rid of? No, uh, Randy Gregory. Randy they Gregory to um, San Fran, which they didn't need any more defenders. But God, yeah, that's nice. There's rumors of like Cortland Sutton being traded or mm-hmm. Jerry Judy. Oh, speaking of which, you didn't. You, I, again, we're going off topic, but you weren't here last week. So did you see Steve Smith cutting a wrestling type promo on uh, Jerry I Judy? I did. I did. And what are your what are your thoughts on it? Loved it. Said it. I loved every okay. second of it. I love, first of all, I, I'm a big Steve Smith guy. I like yeah. Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he, he wasn't wrong at all with what he mm-hmm. said about Jerry Judy, how he's like, he, you haven't done anything. Like, what have you done since you've gotten to this league besides get hurt and not produce? Right. And you know what? I don't understand why people, you know, some people are allowed to say that, but others it's like you take, I guess they take offense to it regardless, but. You know, if a Hall of Fame wide receiver says that about me and I'm a wide receiver, it's kind of like I would feel like I feel like, yeah, I let someone down and I would have to be better. But once Jerry Judy was kind of disrespectful back to him, I understand why he why he went off the way and reacted the way he did. Yeah, he's like, I was trying to be, you know, he was just number one. He was saying facts Two, He was trying to be as respectful as possible until he started saying, you know, talking reckless. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently, like, I think, so Steve Smith said something, um, you know, uh, you know, not uh, like downing Jerry Judy's play. Mm-hmm. And then he went to him kind of like, you know, I'm sorry for what, blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. Jerry Judy then went off on him. And he's like, all right, screw it. Then I'm just going to go <laughs> cut, cut a promo on your ass. But he like, and the best part about it was like, he articulated it so well. Mm-hmm. He didn't yell. He didn't scream. But he like, just like ripped him to shreds, which is everything was a fact. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's sitting there. He said, I, I tell people not to trade for him. I'm like, are you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, was... and it was hilarious. He's like, you know what? We got a job to do. So let's just cut. He was like, I'm not wasting. I'm not uh, wasting a job opportunity on Jerry Judy or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, let's get out. Let's get out of here. Right. And so he, was he wasn't beautiful. wrong. No, he's not. But um, let's get it back into the news. Cause we now sidebarred a couple times on this, but it looks like Anthony Richardson season's done, which is really shitty. Uh, he has been a baller <laughs> since he's come into the league. He's looked he's looked good. I mean, I can't say he's looked phenomenal, but he's looked good. You know, he's put some passes um, out there that have been real nice. He's been an athletic freak. That's you know, obviously from his combine numbers, we thought that was going to happen, but everything's been as of average in his in his short game span. Yeah, I mean, it, in a short sample size. To, yeah, he's got to be a little smarter when it comes to taking hits. But the one I really don't fault him for, it was his first one. He got a concussion. He <laughs> was trying to win the game, right? They were, he was trying to scramble in for a touchdown, and he took a shot to the head. And, you know, it sucks, but you're, you're in that moment, it's like, all right, I would rally around a guy like that. Like, you're trying to win. You're putting mm-hmm. it out there for us to well, win a football game. Let me ask you, how many times have you listened to Ave Maria and lit a candle for this guy? Because I know he's your boy. Yeah, I know you, you see, you've been sitting on the edge of your bed with a blanket and the, and some tissues sobbing. He's no, he's gonna he's gonna come back strong in twenty twenty four. I'm not really worried about it. Shane Steichen has shown to be a very good again, the Colts have looked better than mm-hmm. what we thought, you know? And I think last week they might have won if Anthony Richardson yeah. was out there. The season definitely hasn't gone according to this, the script so far. No, um, nothing has been on my friggin' bingo card for this season so far. No, it's been, it's been a wild one, but yeah, I, it's, it kind of sucks because you kind of get excited for a guy all, you know, all off season, you hype up the guy and then you finally get to see what he is and the season gets cut short. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, you got to wait till next year. You got to get through all the summer workouts and the training camp to get the preseason. You know what I mean? His season, his next season is a long time away. Yeah, and, and I think part of the reason they're doing the surgery is because this isn't the first time he's hurt that shoulder, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So I guess they kind of want to get it out of the way now mm. instead of dealing with it again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And you know what? By this time next in next year, there could be you know a new this quarterback class is nothing to mess with, nothing to sneeze at. And well, they're not he, taking one though. No, I'm saying he could just be on the back burner. He, there's going to be a new up and coming guy we're going to be talking about. You know. But I mean, they're gonna have Jonathan Taylor. I we I don't think I got to talk about that last week. But Jonathan Taylor got signed. Yeah, that's I a surprise. That. I, yeah, so three happy years. For him. I mean, he three made, years. 
Hmm? He maybe didn't handle this situation the best, but again, well, he's got a nut job of an owner. So. Yeah, and not only that, running backs need a little bit more respect, and maybe that's part of like the fantasy in me that mm-hmm. wants running backs to get paid. Right. But, like they take a beating, and these dudes, you know, unfortunately right. for them, their their careers are shorter or their um, high shelf life. Their shelf life is yeah, yeah, or they're it's not high <laughs> because of right. the beating they take. So, right. I mean, that's yeah, that's the the problem. You know, you got guys like the quarterback obviously is going to get paid a shitload of money, and but you got you guys like the running backs that are looking and like, dude, I do a lot of damn work for the team, and they're get they're like almost like an unsung hero. Yeah, you know, Devontae Parker's out there getting a shit ton of money for which is no insane. Reason. Yeah, what did he get? Three years, thirty three million. He got like eleven Something million a season, like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the next couple of injuries we got i got cmc and debo both questionable for monday night i hate the monday night injuries because it's like it's always at the forefront of my mind if i have both mm-hmm. of those players on my team it's like shit do i take them out do i start them? take them out start them what do mm-hmm. i do you gotta hope, the, yeah you gotta hope you have like brandon Ayuk on your team or you gotta hope to get like jordan mason or uh blanket on the the other guy to pick up Mitchell? off waivers yeah Elijah Mitchell off waivers to get him into your lineups and hope just you know, in case he doesn't play. Yeah, exactly. And that's been like CMC's theme for his, you know, career. And he's going to miss a couple games. And that's like, if you're taking CMC, then you should know to take a handcuff late in the, you know, in your draft, just because it's inevitable that he's not going to play. But when he does play, games. he's a, you know, yeah. after he was, he's worth he had, it. Yeah. He had touchdowns like every single game. And before, even got hurt this this last week. He scored, mm-hmm. and he's I, to me. He's still. I, I don't know how you feel about this. Is he still a top five running back for you for dynasty purposes? Yeah, he's he's not. I mean, being relatively new to dynasty, it's like in my mind, I'm like always thinking of who's Youth. the next guy, who's the youngest. Yeah, so like he's young in terms of he's younger than I am, younger than you are, <laughs> yeah. but young young in dynasty, young in a a running back as a running back you know he's not he's not a you know young guy but is he one of those outliers that's going to play is he almost like a a frank gore which he sticks around not in 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 terms of you know style or scoring ability but is he the longevity wise right Mm -hmm. so you got to like look at it that way is he i mean does one game each year turn into as his season as his career goes on two three four five you got to think of it that way yeah, I, I still think if he misses three, four games a year, he's still probably going to end up as like a top 10 running back. So I still think in a two, three year window, he's still a top five dynasty running back, in my yeah. opinion. He did. Uh, I didn't, just Yeah, he just hit the, uh, the dreaded 27. No, he just oh, turned 27. 27. 27 in June, which I, that was a right about where they kind of, you know, sail down and, you know, the elevators on its way down you know what i mean but he's maybe he's an outlier you know he's what i mean too damn good to almost not be right and you kind of look at it also too when you know when a guy gets traded when a running back gets traded when you know your star player gets traded it's kind of like they look at it as if all right he's he's you know he's seen better days but right. he he's been worth every every cent of what they paid for him so far yeah so far it hasn't really done anything for them like super bowl aspirations yet no but let's see i mean that team is very well that's because they they trot out they trot out brock purdy that garbage can man and they think he's you know the best thing since like sliced bread and he's he's all right except for last week he got man i mean cleveland was just owning that team yeah i i might have lost a seven leg parlay on that field goal that was a (laughs) A kick in the nuts. I really needed that uh, a couple extra ca- uh, shekels, but it was a kick in your uprights. <laughs> yep, it was. He he, he <laughs> nailed it. Dude. He nailed it right in the beans. I was like, uh, oh. so the next the next two injuries I have are pretty <laughs> shitty quarterback injuries. Uh, Justin Fields thumb injury on his throwing hand. It looks like he's going to be doubtful for this week. He's, I don't think he's been ruled out yet. And Trevor Lawrence has a knee injury. They kind of were optimistic, but they play tomorrow. So that's a, you know, they have an early turnaround. They did sign a quarterback to their 53 man roster today. I think it, uh, something Rourke, Mickey Rourke's cousin. I Mickey forget. Rourke. 
uh, I forget what I said his name was, but um, yeah, I mean, this sucks because it seems like these injuries keep piling, piling up. And now it's two quarterbacks that you're kind of like depending on in Justin yeah. Fields or Lawrence. Yeah. And it's kind of seems like fantasy is gone this year. It's like, Hmm, who is on Rich's fantasy squad? Let's injure him today. <laughs> I'm like Trevor. So Trevor Lawrence. So I'm like scrambling again. Um, yeah, it's definitely sucks because the season has not, as we both know, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence guy, but the season has not gone. He hasn't been bad, right? but he hasn't taken the leap that I thought he was going to take so far. Um, I can, I, uh, yeah, I can definitely agree with that because I'm actually I, looking up right now. I had it written down, but I can't find it. Um, well, QB currently he is in fantasy and it's, it wasn't very good. It, <laughs> it wasn't just, very good. No, it was not very, especially for an offense that should be very, very good. And it has been good, but it's more been the running game. Like Trevor, uh, Travis Etienne has looked very surprisingly good. Trevor Lawrence is QB 15 on the 15. Year. Okay. You would think yeah, he'd be a top 12 at this point. Right. So last week, so I'm going to go work backwards here. He finished as QB 11, 16, 16, 19, 32, and 8. <laughs> So yeah. it's like these are not the numbers. I thought he was going to rock it, dude. I thought he was going to go past Herbert into the top five. Herbert has been playing well besides last week, but yeah, not looking uh, good for my boy. I do think there is an opportunity, uh, talking about just Trevor Lawrence at this point, uh, an opportunity to try to go out there and acquire Trevor Lawrence from certain teams. Like if there's a contender out there who has Trevor Lawrence on their team and they're like, dude, I got to do something. I got to get, you know, I got to get an upgrade somewhere. Can you um, package a whole bunch of things if you're a team that's not really a contender and grab Trevor Lawrence? I got Trevor Lawrence for sale, guys. <laughs> Mike, you're a contender. What do you, you want? You want I'm Trevor Lawrence? I am not a contender. My team is also starting to get a little banged up. I'm contending for the first overall pick, just as I planned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it has really not been his year. And if there is an opportunity to go out there and grab him, I might try to. Hey, you got a partner right here, pal. <laughs> Throw them picks my way. Uh, the, the other guy we were talking about is Justin Fields, who really started to come along uh, the past two out of three weeks. This past week, I, I rewatched that game today. Uh, wasn't great, wasn't terrible, um, threw a pick, but you know, it was a tip drill pick. So you can't really fully blame him on that one. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think that marriage in Chicago is going to be coming to an end. You think so? Yeah, it seems that way. Especially with how many, you know, like we just said, if they had the first overall pick, you know, Williams is there and there he's, you know, stop being weird and they draft him and he plays there. Caleb Williams looks like he's better than Justin Fields. He I looks mean, he's like more, he, yeah, he's more of a polished quarterback than Justin Fields right. uh, has been. But Justin, like I said, Justin Fields two out of three weeks has looked good. I mean, but you know what? I don't Listen, know. I, I'm still holding out a little bit of hope, but mm-hmm. I would love, and I, this is Dynasty me lo- hoping for this. He ends up on like one of two teams, either Atlanta or. Um, Minnesota, because they're both mm-hmm. going to probably be in the market for quarterbacks at least at the end of this year. It would probably be hard to get them to Minnesota just because they're in the division. So they'd probably oh, yeah. want the Kings. Uh, that didn't they'd, even... they'd want the Kings ransom. But I mean, it's not like anything hasn't happened like that before. I mean, not McNabb to that magnitude. I was going to say McNabb went to Washington, but not for that. I don't. He was he was washed. He was like ninety years old at that point. Yeah. Right. But if you think of it this way, if you look at Chicago and they have their pick, they have. Um, Carolina's pick if they can flip Justin Fields for another at least another one that's a quick turnaround dude if you get like Williams Harrison uh Jr and someone else that is a very quick turnaround if you say Williams Williams Harrison and an offensive lineman you know what I mean you know because I stole that was the thing I noticed um when I watched this game that offense I mean obviously we know this but there were just defenders uh Donnell Hunter was just destroying the tackles Mm-hmm. on the Bears offense, just absolutely having a field day. And, you know, partly it's Fields holding on the ball a little bit too long. Partly he's not getting enough time to do it. And then he got hurt, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so what can you do? But, I yeah. mean, that would, that'd be interesting to watch to see if they flip him and take Williams. 
it would be great to see him in Atlanta yeah. with that offense, with that team, because yeah, they've got a good stinks. offensive line. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but they have a good offensive line, a great running, two, two very good run, one great, one very good running back, and Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who's Kyle Pitts is starting to come along these past few weeks. I think what, and I knew this was going to happen with Kyle Pitts is. When they took Kyle Pitts inevitably, and they then they took Robinson, he's kind of suffering because their quarterback stinks. He's not going. They're not. You know what I mean? Ritter stinks. Yeah. They tried it. He's not good. They should have never taken Kyle Pitts. They should have taken a quarterback that year, and they should have not taken Robinson this year. They should have taken a quarterback. Well, they but, didn't really. I mean, they could have moved up, but they didn't. There was no quarterback left at that point out of the uh, yeah. top three. Move up, make a move. You know, the shiny new toy looks great, but. Oh my god! I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no. It's not out of the realm of possibility that Atlanta didn't try to move up before all those other teams did. But I guess you know they wanted also could have just tried to stick it out with Ritter, put enough talent around them, and maybe hope yeah. that he could be something like I thought. But it just, but, that, I like mean, you said it's not worked out. They got a ton of talent around him now, so and he still stays. Yeah. So I'm hope I'm I mean I'm hoping for Atlanta's sake. Don't really make a difference to me, but. That they I would figured love it Justin out. Fields there, there though. That'd be nice. That'd be. A, they'd probably want a king's ransom for him. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to get into uh, week six a bit? Not before we get into my favorite news of the week. How could you did forget? I not talk about it. Oh, you yeah. not, How could you <laughs> yeah. not forget? I barely consider that <laughs> dynasty relevant news. But go ahead, oh, no. give it to us. The Hall of Famer, the man, the myth, the legend, Julio Jones is a Philadelphia Eagle. After yeah, we, how long have I been waiting for this day to come? If this day was 10 years ago, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Dude, no, so I am excited. found out his age about 15 minutes ago before the show started. I thought he was a young 34, not an old 34. No, you thought he was a young 33, and it turns out he's an old 34. Old 34. <laughs> I'll be 35 in February, but... Dude, you are going to be surprised. I'm telling you, mark my words. You are going to be surprised with his production. He's going to add something to this Philadelphia Eagles offense. Listen, the mastermind Howie Roseman would not have signed him if he was not going to contribute. It is the same move. Hopefully he can block. Hey, he can do everything. It's the same (laughs) move as last year when they signed Linville Joseph and they signed Nadama Kinsu. It's a power move, dude. And he's better than Quez Watkins. Okay, he's well, he's Quez better, is hurt, so it's not it doesn't help. But yeah, he's I better. mean, I, Quez is not very good. I'll agree with you on that. But I don't think Zacchaeus is. I mean, he's okay. He's a good the three. I'm taking uh, a look at Jones, dude. Are you gonna even think about this? Yeah, I guess. I mean, probably, but he, <laughs> I just I really don't think Julio is gonna bring that much. Oh yeah, until he gets to the red zone. Until he gets yeah. to the red zone, I'm telling you. He is I, going to be bodying people and going up and ripping the ball out of the the sky and bringing it down for a touchdown. Yeah, either that or he's going to be our fifth tight end. I'm unloading every single game anytime touchdown score. Julio, Julio, Julio. <laughs> First week it's going to be like plus eleven hundred. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you're probably. I mean, that's probably an accurate parlay. It's going to be an nice. accurate uh, thing. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see him really doing much of anything. To be honest. Oh, oh, ye of little faith. You got your little bit of green goggles on. I get it. It's exciting. Like, it's cool to have the name oh. Julio Jones in our, you know, in our team's resume right now. But it's like, <laughs> eh, like, he was around when Oregon Trail was still popular. It feels oh, like. my God. You. You and the youth movement. We were yeah. just talking about you this. Were just, you were just saying, I love youth. Hey, I'm not, taking, young, I'm not I taking. I'm not taking. Young people. <laughs> I'm not taking a dynasty, but actually, you know what? You're going to go pick them up? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting. I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. Um, all right. So speaking of the Eagles, do you want to get into that week six review? We'll start with that since we kind of just talked about them briefly. Yeah, go ahead. All start right, it so up. Eagles lost 20 to 14 to the Zach Wilson led Jets. Uh, my boy. Not something that I thought I'd be spewing out of my mouth, but here we are. Going into a week where we have the Dolphins up, we just lost to the Jets, which does not feel good. Now, would you say we needed that loss so we can come in and rip the heads off of the Dolphins? 
Um, do you think this wakes them up to like, yo, we are going to come out and we are going to absolutely I, shit I, on I them? I hope. I hope that's the case, but um, I I rewatched that game too, and man, it was ugly offensively. So, they couldn't get anything going, dude. They couldn't get anything going. No, so I have some stats here just on the uh, Eagles side of the ball right now. Jalen Hurts, 28 of 45, 280 yards, one TD, three INTs. Swift, 10 for 18, uh, did have a reception for a touchdown. But his last three weeks, he's been uh, 41 carries, 144 yards, one TD on the ground, uh, 3.5 yard average. He hasn't looked great the past few weeks. No, he re- he really hasn't, and it's kind of been disappointing because you know I kind of attribute it to the new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think that's that something I was going to talk about in a few seconds he, too. He stinks, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I we have a very short fuse here. But he stinks, dude. I'm done with giving the benefit of the doubt and the new and the growing pains and all that, dude. Either you, you're good at your job or you're not. And mm-hmm. I don't have time to. Oh, we'll give him a couple weeks. We don't have. We're in win now, and we're gonna we're a contending team. So get the hell out of the way. And sorry, buddy, you tried, but mm-hmm. give it the ball to Nick. Give the play call to Nick, and that's it. Uh, two other wide receiver stats I have: uh, AJ Brown seven to one thirty one, Devontae five of forty four. But two drops, two drops for Devonte Smith. Yeah, that that, was a that doesn't even sound like that. When I when I wrote that down, I was like, "There's no way." And then, mm-hmm. ugh, yuck. that was a little uncharacteristic by him. Um, it really is. And you got to wonder if it's getting in his head that you know with the, the split in the time and splitting the ball with AJ, and like I said, with the the Hall of Famer coming in, going to be splitting the ball even more. Um, um, and I, mean, I just we did hate this last year though. Yeah. This isn't anything new, right? That's the what I don't get. I then in, I think it, it's narrowed down to one thing: it's the damn well, offensive coordinator. Uh, I was gonna. So here's what I was gonna talk to you about with that. So, like I said, I rewatched this game. Obviously, we lost Lane Johnson really early um, in the first quarter. Uh, who should be so, playing, by the way? Yeah, who should be playing, by the way? But I'm watch. I'm rewatching that game, and I'm like, why the hell? Are they running routes that are slowing and developing like 15, 20 yard routes when you have your star right tackle, your offensive line is now in shambles at this point. And Hertz is like, he needs to get rid of the ball. But again, he doesn't really have that much time either. So it was Mm -hmm. a a mixed bag of like, Hertz, you got to go. You got to let it go. You need to do something. You know what I mean? Get rid of the ball. But it's also like, he's looking down the field, it's 15, 20 yards, and these routes have still not developed. You know what I mean? So there's, if it was me, if I was a play caller, and my offensive line without Lane is now in shambles because the uh, backup is now a turnstile, I'm doing everything short, getting the ball out quick, doing this, doing that. And they haven't haven't ran the ball either. The front game was ass. Yeah, and they still, I mean, I don't know. My biggest thing with that run game is, You've seen week one, two, and three how great Swift was mm-hmm. and how, you know, second in the league in rushing. Why are you continuing to force me to watch Kenneth Gainwell and Boston goddamn Scott? Why? Why Why am I seeing them on the field? Right. You know what I mean? You get him into such a groove and then they're like, well, here's Gainwell. You're not fooling anyone. He's not. He's not what you thought he was. He's not, you know – making the burst that you thought he was stop trying to force it because it's not looking good. Mm-hmm. Not to mention where the hell is Howie's guy, Rashad Penny, because I'll tell you what, Trey Sermon has more rushing yards on the year than goddamn <laughs> Rashad Penny. I don't know why they're not. I don't know why we're still seeing Boston Scott, but here we are. Dude, I'd rather see Michael Scott. I don't know. He, he thought he thought maybe because we were in New York that Boston Scott was going to do something, but he didn't realize that we were playing the Jets and not the Giants. Um. I don't know. It's just stop forcing me to like, you're, you're trying to reinvent the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This offense is in shambles. Are you concerned? So as an Eagles fan, as a, as a guy who plays fantasy, I've seen a lot of Jalen hurts negativity out there. Are you starting to get a little nervous or are you still like all, all ships ahead? Well, I'm, I'm a little nervous just because, well, 
Yeah, I'm a little nervous just because it's not the same as last year. So I had him this year in our standard league, which again is weird. And I had him last year. And last year he was putting up, you know, 35, sometimes 40 points. This year he's like barely cracking 30. And mm. I'm like, oh my God, dude, this is, I guess it's not what I'm used to seeing. And I should have thought a little bit more about it. And people should have thought a little bit more about it with the new offensive coordinator. You're not going to get the same production. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously he has had a step back so far this year. Uh, I'm not overly concerned. I do think whether they get this offensive coordinator situation figured out, like the offense can start to figure itself out because mm-hmm. I don't think they really have an identity right now outside of AJ Brown. No, uh, but they need to figure it out. And it's not just on him. You know, he, ha- he hasn't looked good, but like he's still out there making plays that a lot of quarterbacks can't make. Right. Uh, literally big playing big boy football with a guy draped on him and just slinging it to AJ Brown, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I'm not necessarily worried just yet, but there is some worry on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Right. I would say I'm not, I'm more worried as a team, as a whole, mm-hmm. as a Eagles fan than I am as a, as a Jalen hurts fantasy football owner. You know what okay. I mean? I'm more concerned. I think he's going to turn it around in fantasy wise, but the team, I'm like more concerned about the team. Yeah. I think as a um a quarterback, like for him on the team, he's going to be okay. But the team, you're right, concerns me. Especially mm-hmm. on defense, which I'm gonna to get to because they like they were like Swiss know. cheese with injuries. Yeah. Last week. They, they were. had holes everywhere, dude. And I, I mean, what can you do? But I mean yeah, true. beat you're the right. Jets. Beat the god the goddamn Jets, beat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they were not to make excuses, but they had injuries left and right. Yeah, but so did the so did the Jets on defense. They were out yeah. DJ Reed. They were out uh, Saul Saul Gardner. Gardner. So mm-hmm. we should have been able to pick them apart. Yeah, that's true. I mean, with their n- number one and two cornerbacks, we should have act- absolutely been lighting them up. That doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I am a little nervous for this team as well mm-hmm. going forward. But we'll see. I actually want to get to our next game because this is a player I've been talking about. I know you weren't here last week. Um the week for or the week before that, I believe we talked about him a little bit. But the week before that, I talked about him a lot. <laughs> Houston beat the Saints twenty to thirteen, and there is a guy I want to talk about again in CJ Stroud. So before I get into Stroud, I want to talk about what the Saints' defense has looked like so far this year. They've been very good, especially against the pass. They've been top six in yards given up passing. They've been through five weeks. They had only given up five TDs, so that was one per game, and had had. Had has had seven INTs on the year. They now have eight, but now they have given up seven TDs. And you want to know why? Because CJ Stroud went out there through 13 to 27, 199 yards, two TDs, and one INT, which is his first of his career. He's looking good, dude. He's a he, he looks like he, he's the runaway offensive rookie of the year. Yep. Um, he is looking like the real deal. Yeah. Uh I am super excited for him. I guess, especially because like I was concerned about him going into this week because I didn't think, or this past week, I just didn't think they'd be able to do anything against the Saints, let alone win that game. And they mm-hmm. were able to do enough to win. And right. I was surprised, especially like the stats I just gave you, you know, he surpassed them all. Right. For the most part. And he's um, just look. he's looked really, he's looking like more of a polished quarterback than number one I thought he was. And he's also not looking really like a rookie. He's not making dumb rookie mistakes. He's playing really well. And the, the Texans are – D'Amico Ryans is putting together a nice team. Mm-hmm. And I like the way they're – you know, they got a young squad. And he is – you know, he's a formidable guy. And he's only going to get better. Yeah, so like you said, he's not looking like a rookie. He is making throws that rookies are not making. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, he's also not making the mistakes – Rookies are making. This is his first INT of the year. Right. And that's like, six that's weeks impressive. in. Dude. Yeah. yeah. That is very impressive in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do agree with you. I do think he's going to be the rookie, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I do. I had said it before and I'll say it again. I would have taken him over Bryce Young and I've done it. Well, guess what? Someone offered me a third round pick in our league for Bryce Young just now. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. that's how i'm feeling no, yeah that's disrespectful they, too yeah. uh but, uh, but you lucked out taking cj Stroud. good move by you yeah but i was higher on him than bryce even going into the nfl draft i know you were higher on bryce are you mm-hmm. starting to kind of 
uh, flip that a little bit, or you think it's still too soon to tell? I think, or is it I maybe? Think, I'll give you a third option. Is it a closer race now than what it was for you? It's definitely a closer race. I think CJ's like it's like neck and neck, and there. I think CJ's kind of he's ahead of him, um, mm-hmm. but I think the Texans just have a better team than Carolina does. Um, their line's better. Their defense is better. Well, let's let's be fair here. That Texans offensive line hasn't really been healthy. All hasn't year. been healthy. They're starting, they're starting to. Right, but he's that's they're still better than the fucking the Carolina Panthers, which are they're not like he's just not looking good. He's looking very, very, very rookie-ish. And that's mm-hmm. thanks. CJ Shroud. Yeah, CJ Shroud is looking amazing. And I think if I'm a Houston Texans fan, I'm excited. Oh yeah. I think I am again, he is just He's making anticipatory throws. He's getting the ball in space to wide receivers. He is just peppering Nico Collins with targets, Dalton Schultz with targets. Robert Woods, I think I saw it earlier, is the target leader on that team by one. But right. uh, Nathaniel Dell has looked good. Like that team, that team uh, could, you know, in a year or two be the AFC be uh, South division winner. Right. And that's. And. Man, the AFC South's got some nice young quarterbacks, so it's like they really do. That's it, you know. It's really promising. Do. It's promising for the NFL, but like I said, there's always a new crowd coming in, and we'll see. Do you? So I put it on record, and I, I think it's just becoming, um, you know, across the board. But is CJ Stroud a top twelve dynasty quarterback to you? Off the top of my head, yeah. Yeah, for me I think too. So. And I think he's I closer him, to. I think he's closer to nine than twelve. So yeah, I would put him ahead of anyone in this class. So it would probably be. That was going to be my follow-up question. So uh, it would is probably, he ahead of Richardson in your mind? Yeah, yeah I was going to say that is it would probably be Stroud, Richardson, Young. Okay, right now one, two, three. Um, with with a caveat of we haven't seen Will Levis. Will Levis could come in and be like. Holy shit, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Like slinging it, coming out, passing for 400 yards a game. But until then, mm-hmm. he's kind of, you know, on the sidelines, so to speak. Yeah, I – so I can't fault you for having C.J. Stroud above Anthony Richardson. I still have Richardson because of the rushing upside over okay. him slightly. Just very, yeah, very he, slightly. Yeah, he's, he, C.J. runs the ball too, but I guess not as – as much or as well as Anthony Richardson does. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be hard for me to keep him from going further and further up the better and better he looks during this season. Yep. And, and by maybe by the end of the season, just because Richardson's out, he could dude, he could skyrocket above him. You know what I mean? In my opinion, he could. Yeah. Yeah, there could be a t- there's a ton of games left, and Richardson is out for the year, so we don't know. He's kind mm-hmm. of starting dynasty off behind the eight ball. Because if you were to redraft the rookie class, just go, let's go one, two, and three. Let's go four. One, two, three, four. We'll do it as a super flex draft, right? Are you taking Stroud one hundred one? Are you taking Bijan one hundred one? Are you taking Richardson one hundred one? Who are you taking? Um, 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 that's tough, and it's only tough because it's between Bijan and and CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the quarterbacks, I'm taking CJ Stroud. Um, let's see. I'm going. I, I would probably go Stroud one. Yeah, I mean, in super flex you could, again, you can't take. I can't argue against you taking either one of the quarterbacks ahead right. of Bijan Robinson right now because you can find a you can find a nice running back, nice rookie running back, you know in the second round and later in the first round, but Spears. Yeah. He's just waiting in the wings, dude. And I'm Mm -hmm. kind of excited to see, see how that works out for, uh, for them. But yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking CJ Shroud. And then even in NFL redraft, like if they, I bet, you know, Carolina's like, God damn, dude, we missed it. We missed on this one, but you know, it's still young. They're still young. It's still still very young. Yeah. We're six weeks into their rookie years. Right. So we'll see. I do do think I would take Bijan just because of like how good he has also looked. He's top ten in rushing right now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. You know, he's even splitting time with like Tyler Algier, which they mm-hmm. need to Tyler Algier is fine, but if they just took the handcuffs off him, he mm-hmm. would be <laughs> 
Yeah, let him run. Rushing. Yeah. Let him run. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. All right, so let's get into the next game. Um, Cowboys, Chargers. Cowboys won that 20-17. I did think the Chargers would win that, but, I mean, it is what it is. The Dallas offense looked a little bit better than it has these past several mm-hmm. weeks because I think Dak has taken a step back. I think the Kellen Moore effect has affected them a little bit more than I think a lot of people thought. Yeah. But it was a nice breakout week for C.D. Lamb, seven catches, 117 yards. Uh, what did you think of the Cowboys this week? Uh, I mean, they look better than you know they have previously and definitely the week before when they got absolutely demolished. But, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not – it can't come out of my mouth good things about the Cowboys. I can't get it past <laughs> my lips. Podcast, we have to. <laughs> no, um, Dak kind of looked eh, – all right, no no interceptions. He had one – he passed for a TD, 21 for 30, 272. That's pretty decent numbers. That's very, very un-Dak-like. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, CJ um, – CeeDee Lamb looked nice, 7 with 117. Pollard, 7 catches for 80 yards, which is – pretty decent you know what well, I mean? like no rushing at all no, yeah which is super weird you have 15 attempts for 30 so like that's kind of like what the hell are you You're averaging two yard two yards a run but mm. no they their offense looked they it looked all right i think the eagles are still going to kill them but it looked all right they looked do all you right. think do you think that they looked better because of how bad the chargers defense has looked or do you think like they're maybe starting to gel just a little bit or do you think it's a combination of both i think it could just be a combination of both mm-hmm. i really need to, i would need to see some more games before i'm thinking you know because in the beginning of the year i'm like damn this team's actually not that bad you know you got brandon cooks who's a nice you know a nice complimentary piece too. yeah yeah you got um cd you got you know gallup finally back you got but i i think they're starting to pick up but also um Los Angeles defense looked like shit. So, yeah, they also like I thought after week one when they came out and just smacked the Giants right in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're oh God. there's a little bit of trouble. Yeah, we're in a little bit of trouble here. But yeah, I mean, it turns out the Giants are as bad as mm-hmm. they looked in week one, and just as advertised. Like, yeah, just as advertised. And the Cowboys needed a few weeks to, um, you know, come to form. How are you feeling? You know, we talked off air about Ceedee Lamb. Uh, I moved him behind AJ Brown in my rankings or dynasty. Uh, are you? I think you had AJ above him in the first place, right? I had AJ above him, and then stupidly enough, I took CD instead of AJ because I got scared at the last second of Devontae Smith. Um, <laughs> but oh my god, I don't. I think he's pretty up there, dude. AJ yeah. Brown could be top like two, three guy. Um, I think he's just destroying guys. He's definitely above CD Lamb. Um. Yeah, I have him above CD Lane for sure, and I'm assuming yeah, you do I, as well. Yeah, I I moved him above this week, or this maybe a week before I moved him above CD in my rankings. I moved him up to three. AJ Brown okay. at three. So right, right, who do you have above him? Chasing Jefferson. Okay. Well, Jefferson still. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, because he's he's kind of cooked this year. Yeah, he, might, he missing... we might not see him again this year which kills my insanely long shot three leg parlay <laughs> I had of uh, MVP for Hertz offensive work, offensive player of the year, uh, JJ and defensive player of the year, Max Crosby, but hmm. I could use 33 grand. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, we all uh, on the chargers, uh, Herbert 12 at 37, 227 yards, two, two TDs and one INT. He threw that pick to Stefan Gilmore with a minute 22 left in the game to lose uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. And mm-hmm. Herbert, we've seen, been pretty, uh, you know, what's the word? It's balls of steel at the <laughs> end of the game. This wasn't, this wasn't one of those games. I believe even at one point, because I did watch this, Keenan Allen had to go up to him and, you know, like, yo, cop, like, chill out, because he right. was sailing balls a little bit. Yeah, he was, getting, he was getting a little overzealous, you could say. Yeah. Um, speaking of Keenan Allen, what a friggin' career resurgence he's oh my god dude he is a knock on wood he hasn't been hurt yet i'm like holy shit this guy i'm like he's he's you know i always liked keenan allen but he's always been hurt so i'm like i always just stayed away from him um i thought with uh mike williams that was going to have me uh my johnston guy going going through the roof but that ain't (laughs) (laughs) 
zero targets, or I think he had one target, zero catches. That's insane, it dude. Is, um, Dynasty Nerds put a video on uh, Twitter, and it was like <laughs> Quentin Johnson highlights of last week, and it was just the, the loading circle just going over and over again. <laughs> just nothing happening. Uh, it was like, well played. Well played. Um, okay. He has just been... Like I, I, I said this, I've been a Quentin Johnson hater and it's, it's looking like I could have been right on this one. Yeah. Yeah. He it should looks have, like it so far. In a very young season. That Mike Williams role at this point. Yeah. Next week's but, a new week though. We'll see. True. True. Um, let's get into the next game. We had Cincinnati and Seattle. Seattle lost 17 to 13. Um, I thought. Since he, you know, going back two weeks ago when their offense kind of exploded, would be back on the right track. But since, since he again didn't look that great on offense. No, and you know what? It's as someone who like was super high on Joe Burrow, twenty four for thirty five with you know one eighty five, two TDs and INT. He was sacked three times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chase had thirteen targets, six receptions for eighty. It's just kind of like, what the hell is going on? He's getting- here? No help from Joe Mixon. No, no. At all. T- 12, 12 attempts for 38 yards, dude. Awesome. I'm like, yeah. And, well, I mean, this tells me, just looking at the stat line, he got sacked three times. That tells me you're not going to get the your, the defensive line's getting to him. So you're not going to mm-hmm. really get that well of a running game or run, establish a run game if, you know, the pockets collapse in, in a blink of an eye. But he has not, through six weeks, he has not looked like Joe Burrow of old. Um is it because of his calf? It could be. Did they rush him back? Probably. I think it's probably part of it. I think he okay. rushed himself back because I remember yeah. Jamar Chase saying, telling Joe Burrow, hey, come back after week five. Right, right. He probably should have listened to that. But, I mean, they have just, besides two weeks ago, they have not clicked at all. Mm-mm. And it's it's a little concerning. <laughs> I actually have pondered, and I believe I have, moved Joe Burrow, or uh, yes, Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow in my dynasty quarterback rankings, just because of the way both of them have looked. And I right. like what Kellen Moore has done for Justin Herbert. Yeah, that could be, you know, that could be exactly what Herbert needs. Um, all, all 13 of the fans in Los Angeles for the chargers are going to be excited. They're going to be ecstatic. They can pump in more and more fan noise. It's going to be great, dude. Uh, <laughs> so on the Seattle side, you caught me off guard with that one. The <laughs> Seattle side, Geno Smith again is I thought he'd be a nice like QB two for Dyna or a Superflex League. He is barely even that at this point. 20, uh, 27 of 41, uh, 323 yards, two INTs, no TDs. DK looks like he's disinterested at this at this point. You know, getting a little bit handy with corners, slamming them to the ground, getting hurt. He <laughs> he's frustrated. And it makes sense. I mean, you got a guy who's got – I mean, he started, He threw for 323. He threw for th- over 300 yards. But at the same time, he had two picks. He was sacked four times, so it was a f- sack fest out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it kind of is a classic guy who blew up one year and then he got paid. Fizzle. So now you're kind of stuck with him. Yeah. He's fizzling out. And now you gave him what? They gave him three years, four years? Something like that. three, Yeah. And you're kind yeah. of like, well, DK went 10 targets, four catches for 69. Nice. But no touchdowns. You know, your boy, JSN. Jay, I was about to talk about him, too. Five uh, five targets, caught four of them for 48. But and they're all. What I have written down by um on that is he had 72% snap share, which is highest of the year for him. That's nice, dude. He's... That is good. That's a good sign. And I think partly is because of. DK being banged up. Mm-hmm. Like if DK misses this game, or is this the JSN week? Yeah. But like we said, Lockett's getting older, so it's kind of like going to be he's going to take over, I think. And he's going to be the next Are you concerned about guy. JSN at all? No, I think he's like kind of like that's actually forty-eight yards. Not not great. Remember, he was hurt, mm-hmm. um, so he's still working through that injury. But it's kind of like you still got bigger mouths to feed on the on the team, and you got a guy who's not capable of feeding all of them. And there's only there's only a select few. Top of my head, Matt Stafford's a guy who is able to feed multiple mouths on the team. Jalen Hurts, yeah. until this year, 
they're not yeah <laughs> they're not all like that so Gino kind of you know looks one way stays one way um you could see with Tyler Lockett with eight eight eight, eight targets six catches and 94 yards once he kind of you know sails off into the sunset I kind of think it moves up to be Metcalf and JSN's team mm-hmm. um but no I'm not concerned I'm not concerned either. I've seen a lot of people like, oh, dude, I drafted him to be like ready to go. And uh, to mm-hmm. be honest, I thought he would look better than he has. Uh, right. But, you know, again, like you said, he's got two big mouths to feed in front of him. He's got a coach that has been doing a lot of 12 personnel, a lot of two tight ends, a lot of mm-hmm. like, pounding it with Kenneth Walker. Um, I did think that the offensive co- offensive coordinator for them who originally was the Rams offense coordinator mm-hmm. uh, would be able to get three mouths fed, but it just, I guess a uh, pendulum switch shift where, you know, Pete Carroll's kind of like, this is how I want my offense to look. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to panic on him at all. Mm-mm. This I'm could not really be panicking the week. on any guys, you know, and any rookies, any, any young guys, it's week six. I'm not ready to panic until one calendar year has passed. I think. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That is fair. I think if, again, if DK misses this game, this could be, he didn't practice today and Tyler Lockett was limited. This could be the JSN week I've been yeah. waiting for. Mm-hmm. This could be the week. I can't wait because yeah. he had, he could win in that slot role for them. Right. He's been showing flashes, but yeah, I agree. All right. So let's get to the week seven preview. Uh, tomorrow night, we are, you know, we are actually recording this on Wednesday night, which is not normal for us, but, um, Thursday night game is the Jags versus the New Orleans Saints. The Jags are plus one and a half. So what do you like in that game? Do you think Trevor Lawrence can kind of do what CJ Stroud did and, you know, pick them apart? Yeah, a little bit. I think so. I think it's going to be nice. I'm taking the Jags in this game. Um, Over under is, I guess, what is it? 40? Is it? I just have the uh, plus minus written on here. Um. Yeah, I think the Jags. I think the Jags come out. I think they cover. Um, I think. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to pick apart this defense, who hasn't been looking great. They've been middle of the road type guys. Um, this may be a breakout game for him, but we'll have to see if he's playing. Oh, he's yeah, not playing. I mean, if they're not playing, they're screwed. They're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's if you got to throw uh, Mickey Rourke or whoever it is that they signed, then yeah, chalk it up. But uh, yeah, I. I think this is New Orleans' game. I think you think so? Yeah, I think that New Orleans defense is good. I think the Jags defense is all right. Um, I think Derek Carr could have his way and get, you know, Chris Olave a little bit more involved than he's been, hopefully. And but Rashid Shaheeds looked really nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's I, been I young, think, uh, young bright spot for them. Yeah, especially since this game is in New Orleans. And the Jags have been in London for the past like two and a half weeks. It's like, I think and it's, this, yeah, good. Go Sorry. I think this no. is New Orleans' game to win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the line is close, very close. So that what that tells me is they don't know if, if Lawrence is playing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jags are actually plus money. So yeah, that's what that I I, plus one and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, plus 106 on the money line. So that actually tells me that Lawrence isn't playing. You think so? If if it they're plus money, well, that's yeah, what they're, they're thinking. Yeah, that's what they're thinking, and that's what they're thinking. I mean, odds are that that's what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, if the Saints are the Saints are minus one twenty four on the money line, that means the Saints are the the favorite. That means mm-hmm. you're going to get Mickey Rourke at, at quarterback. So, yeah. if not, dude, hammer the line, dude, hammer the money line because if they announce that Trevor Lawrence is playing, I'm guaranteeing you're not getting Jaguars at plus money. Mm. Yeah, you could be right there. You could be right. Uh, the next yeah. game I want to talk about, Steelers at the Rams. Uh, the Steelers are plus three uh, underdogs in this game, and I kind of that kind of makes sense. They really haven't been able to do much of anything except sack the quarterback by T.J. Watt on defense. Mm-hmm. And that Rams offense has been pretty good. Yeah, they're clicking. They are going to have no running back this week, like we said in Kyron Williams, which sucks. And of course, I traded for Kyron Williams, so you're welcome, <laughs> America. Um, but I do think this is going to be a week where Matt Stafford slings it around yeah. on um, on uh, the Pittsburgh, uh, yeah, on the Pittsburgh defense. And Nakua is going to bounce back this week. Cooper Cup's going to have another solid week. This could this 
This one could get a little ugly. Ugly, yeah, especially because I think Kenny Pickett stinks. Um, I also, they haven't been able to protect him, and if Aaron Donald can get, you know, he's going to rip his head off in his little hands. George he's Pickens rip off. good though, huh? Yeah, he's, he's looking top, good, but he's a top thirteen wide receiver right now. Imagine what he's going to look like with an actual quarterback. He got that dog in him. That's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I do think the Rams win this one. I do think that the Pittsburgh offense is just not going to be able to um, keep up with the Rams offense this week. Yeah, I can see. I'm taking the Rams as well. Uh, we got a division game: the Chargers at Kansas City. Chargers are plus five and a half, which is kind of surprising for a division game. I guess. I, I guess the. You know, FanDuel is not a fan of the Chargers right now. <laughs> what do you think on that one? Um, no, yeah, it's kind of I, – I think Kansas City is obviously going to destroy them um, just because they're you – know, uh, Yeah, I think they're – I, I mean, think that's a strong term. You don't think they're good? You don't think so? I mean, I, I, Kansas City really hasn't, like, destroyed anybody. That's. I think that's because uh, all the Swifties are getting – or distracted. Well, not only that, Kelsey hasn't been healthy. Um, they don't really have a secondary pass catcher that's taken over the game. Yeah, I'm looking at they're just a heavy favorite on um, on Fanduel. They're minus two thirty. So that's kind of a that's kind of not a huge that's not huge, but that's pretty big. Yeah, especially for a division game, I think that's a little big. I think. You know, people were disappointed in what the Chargers look like against the Cowboys. Yeah. But I think that Chargers offense can, you know, with, you know, Kelsey banged up, I think this Chargers offense could keep up. It could. I mean, they. I think they got better weapons on the Chargers side of the ball than they do. Um, with that quarterback, yeah. I mean, it's close I mean, because, like, it's Mahomes and Kelsey is, like, the right, dynamic but as, duo. But besides that, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. That Chiefs defense is all right too, though. Uh, kind of, t- I don't know. This is a tough one. I think also, it's the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's the Chiefs. But five and a half seems a little hefty for a division game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, minus five and a half is a li- it's a little much. But the the money line is telling me, you know, they're probably they know something, dude. And none of us listen to none of us listen to to Las Vegas. No, we always they know go something. the opposite because we think we know more than they do, and they yeah. do not. Um. All right, last game we're going to talk about. The game my wife is luckily to go to. Uh, the Miami Dolphins versus the Philadelphia Eagles here in Philadelphia. Damn, how'd she get Dolphins. tickets? Her sister got them for her. Damn, who's she, is she taking? Oh, man, she's not taking you. Nope. Well, no, it's her sister got them for her. Oh, her. God damn. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins are plus two here in Philadelphia. Uh, this this is... game makes me nervous a little bit. This game, you, man, you've been saying that every goddamn week. I know, every, but like this, but this, is without, this game actually makes me nervous. Tyree Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua think, has been good. <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. I think I think Tyree Hill is going to score mm-hmm. eventually. He's just going to score. Um, I think Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter get a hold of Tua, and they're going to rattle him, dude. Carter because did practice today, yeah. He's got to – yeah, I hope to God he plays, but he, he, they're going to rattle him, dude. I think they're going to rattle him. They get a hold of him. Hoo-wee! I don't know. Full sleeve two has looked like a different animal then. I don't know. Full sleeve two. I think Jalen Carter is going to turn him into cripple hand to from last year when he laid on when he laid on the ground and said, take my strong hand. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. He That team has looked very good offensively. They looked very good offensively. And this defense but, doesn't look like it could stop, like a cold. Out there, here's the here's the thing: we're getting healthier. We're getting our def- defensive rookie of the year back. I think they ripped the head off the dolphin, especially mm-hmm. after losing to the goddamn Jets. Does it concern you at all that Devontae didn't practice today? If he doesn't play, that's concerning. I think it's throughout the week, like guys, like. Just take very precaution, precautionary type days off. You know, if something feels kind of sore, let's you know it's only Wednesday. Let's take a day off. If it's getting yeah, closer and closer, and he's still not participating, then I'm like, oh. If he was older, I would agree with you. And if he, if they said limited, I would agree with you. But he didn't practice at all, which makes me a little nervous. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I'm this not worried yet. This is also a Sunday night game too. So yeah, so we've got you know, he th- we've got we've got plenty of time. I think he plays. Um, he didn't come out of the game against the Jets with any injury, mm-hmm. um, so he could have done it whenever during that game and played through it. So we'll see. So but I the, think you got the birds in this one. Yeah, I can't see them losing two in a row, man. Okay, it's going to be tight though, and I think it's yeah. going to be a high scoring game. Uh, I mean, we. I feel like this is one of those fucking games where you say it's going to be like sixty plus points, and it's like two to two. <laughs> yeah, right. Here you go, ten three. I'm like, oh, yeah. nice. That's great. Uh, all right. Well, you know, we'll see. I hope. I hope the Eagles can pull it out. I think. I. Th- I'll say the Eagles as well. All right, we're both going Eagles. Next time we talk, hopefully, we're talking about an Eagles W. That'll do it for us at the Dynasty Dogs Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Dynasty Dog Rich, Dynasty Dog Mike, and we'll talk to you next week. Later. See ya.